This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the podcast, this is the show where I chat with a different musician each episode all about music. And for this one, I have Alana Chapman, who at the end of last year put out a single called Keep It Classy, which sounds like this. Keep it classy. Keep it messy. Keep it sexy. Oh, how you drive me crazy. You can check that out wherever you buy or stream music. And you should go check out her socials as well, which I'll leave in the description of the episode. But let's just jump into the chat with Alana Chapman. So here we are. We're with Alana Chapman. How are you doing today, Alana? Yeah, not too bad. It's a Friday, so what more could you ask? I could ask for a lot more. I mean, yeah. Um, I have a low bar. Yeah, I'm pretty selfish, so I actually ask for quite a lot and very entitled, so there you go. Anyway, thanks for joining me. Um, I guess we'll start by chatting about the new single you've just put out called Keep It Classy. Quite a vibe. I've been I've been digging it. Thanks. Can you tell me tell me a little bit about what inspired the song? So Keep It Classy was a song that was almost not meant to happen. Like I didn't plan for that one. So I actually, parts of that tune I wrote two years ago and it was kind of like five different songs that I'd written all kind of came into one. And how it all got tied together is because um, when I was recording um, my EP with Calvin, who is um, my producer, I would always tell him that it has to sound classy, sexy and messy, but in a fun way. And we were just like mucking around at the end of a session and I just sort of sang those lyrics as a joke. Mm-hmm. And then we recorded them and we were like, actually, no, nah, let's leave it. And then I just, all my other songs kind of came into one and I'm like, let's do it. And that's how it kind of happened. And I was like, it would be so cool to get a rap feature on it. So I hit up Drea and that's how it kind of happened. Cool. Was Drea someone you knew before that? No, I just kind of reached out to a few of my friends and I was like, do you know any female rappers? And they're like, try Drea. And she's, she absolutely kills it. So couldn't ask for someone better, really. Yeah, definitely sounds good. You mentioned working with Calvin on this one, Calvin Bennett. Mm. Has he produced all your tracks so far? Uh, moving forward, yeah. So okay. I released a couple of tracks last last year and um, they, they were someone different. That was kind of like dipping my toe in the water and then mm. moving forward, yeah. Work with Calvin on everything. He's a bit of a wizard. That's what you want. Um, how did your relationship with Calvin start? We've actually got the same manager, so we oh. kind of met through uh, Geraldine. But, um, yeah, I hadn't met him. I just, like, sent him a shot, shot him a message and I was like, hey, do you want to uh, have a jam or, like, a, I guess a session? And then he came around and then we realised that we both just love the same artists and, yeah, we just, like, dig the same music and he's really into, like, beats and we actually just released a lo-fi beat yeah, last cool. week. <laughs> which is a bit random, but fun. Yeah, it was cool. You, you, was that you on saxophone on that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. I wish I played something cool like the saxophone. It's very sexy. That's yeah. what people tell me. Yeah, I'm just a boring dude who plays guitar. I'm like the, 
like the worst person in the world? I can't play guitar for shit. Well, that makes you less boring, I think. Less, that makes me, I don't know, uncool. I think I've got, I've got a, like a classical guitar sitting next to my piano and I can play E minor, wouldn't know mm-hmm. how to tune it, and that's, that's all I got. That's the extent of my musical. That's good enough for me. You can get away with, you can, get a, you can have a whole song in E minor, just E minor, I think. Yeah, okay. Maybe the next one. It'd be like that, what's that one note samba thing? Yeah. But the opposite. One chord samba. One chord, one and chord you change samba. The note. Yeah. Instead of the chords. I don't know. Just just riffing here, just trying to trying to give you the next big hit or <laughs> the next whatever. If you want to release a really shit song, that's that's my yeah, idea. Keep it classy. It would be like keep it monotonous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's that's basically what I do with music. So um Keep it monotonous or keep yeah. it classy. No, keep it monotonous, as boring as I can be. No, I'm sure. Surely not. I wanna I wanna have a hit, so it's gotta be boring. I don't know why I just attacked pop music for no yeah, reason. I, I, I like it. Shit. I like it. Shit. I just You're turned into boring. a grumpy old no. man. Um I find that I, I don't know, I can really get around pop music. I think the more I get into it, the more I'd like to just become obsessed with people like Billie Eilish. Uh-huh. And even though the music's not even that boring, you listen to it and I'm like, okay, it's like the production and all that kind of stuff is so fun. So I think you can still be not boring but come across in a simplified way and it still works. Definitely. I was just being a grumpy old man and yeah. I'm over it now. I've, I've got it out of my system for the day and I'm ready to be all positive about all kinds it's of Friday. music. Like what's there to be grumpy about really? The weekend's tomorrow. Exactly, exactly. I'm so sorry about the way that I am. <laughs> But, yeah, with um, Calvin, so you said you're working with him moving forward and that's leading up to an EP, yeah? Yeah, so we're set to release that one probably like early-ish next year. Uh-huh. Um, it's a fun seven track, so it's really like it's it's a long EP. Mm. <laughs> like do we call it an album but nah, we'll EP. It's that kind of in-between world yeah. that, that happens, seems to be happening a lot, which is yeah. still cool. I guess the the label of EP and album doesn't feel like it matters as much anymore. No, I would agree, yeah. So, yeah, little EP, mm. get some more tunes out there. I've got I've got so many tunes. I'm just I just need to get these ones out in the world because we've already we've recorded another like full EP's worth. Right. Already. So so the recording of the EP is pretty much done. It's all finished. All finished. Exciting. Yeah. Are you gonna have any more singles before the before the EP drop? Yeah, we're gonna probably drop two two more singles. Cool. And then yeah, because cause it's seven tracks, I'm like I can I reckon I can drop three and then mm. then drop the seven. So it should be good. Cool. So keep it classy. That's the first single mm-hmm. off the EP. Cool. And vibe wise, is it pretty similar to to keep it classy? Sort of. Each song's quite different. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so it's sort of the same sort of vibe, but it's kind of mixed up. Like um, we accidentally went into trap territory. <laughs> it can happen. It happens. It happens. Mm-hmm. We were just, we were we were mucking around and I was just like, what if we do a trap beat on this? And then we're just like, hmm, maybe, I wonder. And then it happened and we're like, oh, shit. I dig it. <laughs> I dig it. I like the accidentally made oh, a trap song. When, when you, like, you don't plan for these things, but, like, if it happens, it happens, and I don't hate it. So it's like a one of the tunes is, like, a cross between, like, bossa and trap. Cool. 
Are there any, um, so you had um, Drea on this one, are there any other feature artists no. on any tracks? No, not on. Drea's the only feature for this one, but definitely moving forward after this EP, I'm really looking forward to working with some different artists because um, it's really fun getting other people's ideas and perspectives on things and then, you know, kind of takes you out of your own head a bit. Yeah, definitely. And you said that apart from like this EP, you've pretty much got a whole other EP in the works already. How does that compare to the one that you've got coming out next or early next year? I guess it's kind of like a progression on it. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of weird because like I wrote these songs at the start of the year and how I write is I pretty much, I guess, write my feelings essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to listen to these songs um, now and then like a whole bunch of other stuff's happened this year and that's what I've kind of written about and it's probably gotten a little more, not spicier, but just more, I don't know, um, yeah, I don't know. It's more fun, more spicy and probably a little bit more up than this one. But, yeah, I think it's just kind of reflective of where I am at the moment as a musician and in my life, which is a bit fun. Totally. I was reading a little bit about you in the, um, the press release or whatever I got about you, and it was talking about how when you were first starting out music in your, in your younger days and you were at some, what was it, a jazz school I think it was, or some music school. Yeah. What was what was that like? For me, it was kind of soul crushing. I did a year and then quit music. Quit music altogether? Yeah. Right. I was like, no, uh, time to get serious with my life. And I went to uni with the uh, plan to do law, mm-hmm. which is so not me. And then when I, because I moved to Perth and I've been here, I think, five years now, and then I kind of fell accidentally back into the music scene. I don't know, accidentally on purpose, but I just kind of couldn't stay away from it. And then it's kind of just slowly crept up in my priorities and now it's just, yeah, overtaken. But it took a while to build back that confidence from Mm. uni. What was it about um, studying music that kind of crushed your soul or crushed the musical part of your soul? I think it was just a really intense environment and being told that you're not good enough if you can't play, I guess, ridiculous bop tunes and like I love jazz, but I'm not a heavy jazz player because I love so, like alt, alt R&B, just like chill, laid back sort of stuff. Mm. And um, it wasn't really my vibe and I was like, oh my gosh, if I can't get around this, then no one's ever going to want to work with me as a saxophonist. So I was like, okay, I guess that's done. Yeah, fair enough. And so th- how many years did you did you um, leave music behind? It wasn't that long. It was probably about a year um, uh-huh. and then sort of slowly back into it but I was like no I'm done and then realized that I absolutely could not be done with music so yeah fair enough is that like the only reason you got back into it just because I don't know realizing the love that you had for it before well I realized I can't not play fair enough yeah well I'm glad you're back in music we, we don't need to lose any any more musicians to to law who needs lawyers I've never needed a lawyer Except that one time but we're not allowed to talk about that we're allowed so. to talk about yeah at one time so, that you um, yeah, it's an ongoing investigation, so I oh. can't really talk about it in public. Right. And, I mean, yeah. less of all a podcast, so. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe leave that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no one listens to this anyway, so it's probably safest place to talk about it. I listen to it. I listen Oh, there you to go. It. I was like, I've got cool. a fan. Yeah. That's who that one listener was in my. One listener um, this week. Yeah. I've hit the big times. They're, they're going to start paying me soon. Yeah, you've got your Perth audience locked down mm. now. I reckon I need to make a trip to Perth because 
Have you I feel like I get so many, so many artists from Perth, and they're always, always the be- There's something going on in Perth that they have a higher rate of good musicians. You think so? Yeah, I don't know. I never get anything like sent to me from someone from Perth, and it's like, oh, this is a bit shit. It's always, it's always great. I mean, not to say that the East Coast has all shit musicians, but there's a higher, higher rate of shit that I get sent from from this side. I don't know, maybe it's more people, more people trying, and over here there's yeah. less people trying. I'm gonna get kicked out. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna hate me now. No, nah, Perth's Perth's got a pretty. There's so many artists in Perth. It's ridiculous, mm. and so many good ones, like you say. Can't say no a whole lot about the East Coast. Um, mm-hmm. We're all rubbish. We're, we're all rubbish, rubbish over here. Okay. Yeah. We're all sad boys that play guitar. It's all it's all we are. The dream, living the dream. Yeah, exactly. So you recently, um, in November, you had your, your launch show for the single. How did that go? Yeah, no, nah, it was really lovely. It was like we did a Sunday session, so it was super chill. Um, mm-hmm. It's just nice to sort of celebrate when you release something because you never – quite realize how much work and time and effort like it's all everyone's had to put into it and then just it's just nice to play play mm. for your friends and your mates and just have a good time have a jam definitely definitely and you got any other shows coming up yeah i'm playing tomorrow night for someone's single launch which will be good there's a guy called michael k and actually i think one of his mates from brisbane has flown over to support as well oh wow yeah so that'll be fun. One of the good ones from the East Coast. Uh, well, I, hope so. I hope so. Not one of those shitheads that I'm always talking about. Sad boy guitar players. Yeah. Oh, no, we don't need another one. Yeah, well, I hope that goes well. I think that, well, that'll definitely be done by the time this episode comes out. But, God, I, ho- I, hope, it, I hope it's a fun gig. No, it will be. It will be. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks, Heats, for, for the chat today. No, um, it's been, been a good time. Keep, keep it rocking in the West Coast, as they say. Keep it I don't, know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just okay. I have to say things and it's a real it's a real problem. That's why I have a podcast, just because I need to continually be talking but have nothing to say. Well, you should sign off with keep it classy, keep it messy, and keep it sexy. That's what I'm gonna do every every um every episode now. Okay. It's yeah. your three rules to life is keep it classy, messy, and sexy. Because okay. if you have a balance of all three, what could yeah. go wrong? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out that bit where you told me to say that, and I'm gonna make it look like it comes it came from my mind. Okay. Okay. All right, Alana. Thanks for joining me. Keep it classy. Keep it messy. Keep it sexy. <laughs> Jesse out. <laughs> thanks for listening, and thank you to Alana for chatting with me. Don't forget to check out Alana's new single, Keep It Classy, wherever you buy or stream music. Go check out her socials as well, along with the socials for Lafo Music, which I'll leave all in the description of the episode. But that is all for this one. Until next time, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.